everyone. This is Evan Jarecki here with the Gimme Vencast, episode eight, here with Cecil Ledesma. Hey, Cecil. How are you, Evan? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Man, that was a great Vencast. The, the number seven was, was fantastic. If um, you um, still haven't heard it or seen it, I, I encourage you. Some good topics we're talking about. Absolutely. And today we've got a good one, too. Well, I was going to say, I think last week kind of got us thinking about this week's uh, episode towards the end of it. Um, and last week we were talking about success and how do you, uh, what characteristics define uh, success and leadership qualities in an organization. And this week, by the end of that, uh, this week we're actually thinking about some of the challenges in the workplace and how um, we've seen and how operators can overcome adversity in the workplace so a little bit more heavy topic but i think also with the heavier topics and with the heavier experiences that can create some of the best outcomes too and some of the greatest successes um so i guess the the initial question cecil would be um what when adversity is seen in a workplace what's the first thing you think of when you see something like that happen. And I know we haven't given any specific examples, yeah. but when you've seen adversity in a workplace, what's the first thing you can do to overcome that? Well, what's the first human reaction is hair on fire, panic sets in, right? right? People are saying things that you normally wouldn't say at a podcast, but hey, I could be wrong. Um, <laughs> but it is running around like, your head cut off. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Right. Right. And, right. and let's just cite some examples that our operators actually um, experience yeah. all the time. Maybe the most oh common God, one. The driver didn't show up. Yep. Or a driver called in sick today. Who's going to fill in? Right. Right. Who Very jumps good. in the driver's seat and delivers, you know, product to this account who were Literally. already on shaky ground with? Right. I mean, that's a real problem. And I think the most common answer in, in a daily sense like that is the, is what? It's a reactive. It would be who's around the warehouse that can fill in and something is going to get missed most likely, whether it's something in the warehouse, some ordering, whatever it is, you're going to be covering to cover to cover to cover right. uh, on tasks for that day. It becomes one Band-Aid over another. Right. right, right. It's purely reactive. That, to your point, it is um, trying to make sense of this reality at, happening at this hour, right? right. Um, drivers have been known to not do their fine work, their finest work. Um, the temptations are there because they carry money with them all around. They transport money. Mm-hmm. Um, what if? A driver is inst- or almost, you know, he starts out with the company and then he's let go because he was caught stealing. Right. The, the ramifications of being let go because of that behavior, I can fray some nerves. Right. <laughs> Surprise right? some people, probably. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, start to challenge the... I guess, loyalty and trust of maybe some longtime employees. And I know I've, I've heard of that story happen a couple of times as well, where a long trusted employee 
you know, be- betrays the company's the company in some way, and it starts to question and maybe make leadership or management paranoid about other people at the company, and um, maybe in some cases do implement something kind of drastic that becomes uh, either very micromanagey or. Uh, something that's just almost ridiculous and can actually cause a rippling effect, negative effect uh, across just other employees at the company uh, because of a a loss of trust or loyalty. And um, that can be, I think, you don't want to let something like that have that negative effect across the culture of a company. What are some of the ways we can avoid something like that? Because adversity is going to happen. These scenarios hundred percent will happen. There's, there's not, there's no, uh, there's no perfect way to describe when this is going to happen or what it is that will happen. Something will, and what can we do to prepare for those moments? Well, good question. I think, you know, I, I think planning for the instances where that could very well take place. Yeah. Somebody personal in your life passes away. How and how do you even prepare for that? Right. You, you can't. How do you get rid of adversity in the workplace um, or stressful, stressful situations um, so that the remainder of your days are smooth sailing? You, you, you can't and you don't. Right. The truth is you can prepare for it, you can plan for it. And, and I'm gonna yeah. go back to last week's Vencast where we're talking about leadership taking a very strong and visible and active role in making sure everyone, all team members are clear on what the, what the exact mission of the company, of the operation, of this vending business, what is the clear cut definition of what we're doing and why we're here. Right. I think it starts there, right? Right. Um, and if it's clear and people understand it, how do you measure, right, that yeah. everyone is towing the line? Does every team member then know exactly when a rule is broken or when they, right. you know, crossed the finish line and actually made it. I mean, defining success and defining goals, I, that's so critical. Right. right. Yeah, in this case, if there's, if there's not something, I guess, more to be working for, when little, little things can start to trigger someone or create that um, bad experience at, at a company. Be, so it is a little bit of painting the path for people within the organization to understand where... Um, when something that's relatively minor happens throughout the day, um, it doesn't actually affect them or bother them in their role and their responsibilities. Those things still get done. It's when, you know, the responsibilities that you have, not you, Cecil, but just that you as an employee have, um, when those things don't get, don't get done, that's what can cause a, a negative rippling effect of, of, of problems. But being able to have that, I guess, foresight as to where you see yourself in a, in a company and um, be able to paint that picture for your future can really help, I think, overcome when adversity happens. Yeah. Um, and that's one, I think, huge method is the, I guess, internal drive 
uh, to want to be somewhere can really help when those things do do happen in the workplace. I agree. You know, I, I, I think there are a lot of mistakes that happen when companies expect employees to know better. Right. Employees should know better. They should know that this, they should know. I think that's a cop-out from the leadership folks, right? Anyone that is in command of a team, you need to articulate, you need to be very clear and precise and not leave anything to chance. This is how we are going to go to market. These are the plans that we are going to put in place to ensure we're successful and we are going to flawlessly execute against it. But it doesn't happen overnight. It right. needs to be practiced. Right. When you're drilling, when you're sharpening that saw all day, every day, you're not just waiting for the company to say, guys, next week we're all going, you know, we're going to Atlanta because there's a massive sales training program. Everyone's attending, show up, learn, right? There are two things that could happen. There are a lot of employees that will wait for the company to, to do something like that, or because they're vested in their own future, they right. won't wait for the company to, you know, to, to step up and pay for their own personal development training. They'll, right. they'll do it themselves and they'll strengthen themselves and, 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 and really, you know, build that resistance yeah. um, so that when times get difficult, when their numbers quite aren't there or when sure, deliveries sure. aren't happening, an irate customer on the phone, boy, there's a, there's a daily occurrence, if not an hourly right. occurrence. Right. Um, actually, companies would be having worse problems or a bigger problem if it happens hourly. So, you know, fix that. <laughs> Fix it, nail it, address it, and, and you know, are the, are the folks on the team, you know, equipped uh, to deal with situations like that? That's, what, that's, that's leadership intervention. That's, right. you know, general management being able to guide and hone and direct, you know, and, and that's just, it's a, it's a teaching moment, right? right? So keeping all of this that we're talking about in line, mm -hmm. keeping keeping one eye on the end result, which is where we all want to eventually get to. Right. You know, being clear, um, is it measurable? Um, yeah. Are these goals lofty, too lofty, where they're no longer achievable, where people say, right. my gosh, come on, this guy's been here 40 years, he can't even hit this target or that goal. So sure. it has to be achievable, it has to be measurable, you have to be clear. Yeah. And keeping, again, in mind, down the road, ultimately, this is our final destination. And, um, you know, if, if three people out of 10 get there, eh, it's not good, right? Right. We want, we want the whole team to make, you know, to, to make visible progress and um, achieve success, you know, together. Right, right. So let's say in this case, you, you know, you have the... Uh, um, leadership qualities in place. You've been trained and prepared for just things to happen, but really it's not thinking about the things happening. It's more thinking about the, you know, the vision of the company, the future of your role, um, some of the knowledge and specialty that you may have in a certain role or an employee may have in a specific role. 
Um, but then something, let's just put it right into the scenario, something does happen. So um, two, from an operator's perspective, uh, two drivers quit in the same week, right? So something happens, but this team has been um, prepared, right? In the right way. Let's say the rest of the drivers and the management organization were um, understand that this is something that can happen. The two drivers are, let's just say, leaving on mutual terms, one retiring, the yeah, other yeah. one wants to leapfrog into another career path in a similar adjacent industry, but it still happens and has an effect on the business. Um, so this is a well-oiled machine. What does that business do next? What do they do immediately in an ideal scenario? Because originally we talked about panic would, would set in at first for an unprepared team. It would be a panicking situation. Uh, we need to hire uh, who goes out in the field. What does this well-prepared team do in that case? And how do they use that experience to uh, learn and grow moving forward in this, in this case? Good set of questions that you're asking. Here's what I would say to that. Who gets impacted the most? Who is impacted the most when a driver doesn't show up? or a driver immediately quits. By the way, I'm not against drivers. Sure, if you, sure. If you listen to last week's Vencast, right? I'm thinking drivers are frontline ambassadors or brand Absolutely. ambassadors, right? Yeah. I love drivers. But we're talking about potential reality hits with, within operations, mm -hmm. you know, with, within unattended retail. Sure. And operators experience that all the time. Um, my first reaction would be if a customer or an account or an enterprise account is to be affected, then they would be the first ones that I would reach out to and say, mm -hmm. we're not making excuses. We are going to work triple time if we need to. Right. We're going to try to, our best to get your deliveries on time. Yep. We are making you know, adjustments on our end. We've had, here's our situation. We want to be very transparent. There's a difference between speaking the truth versus covering it up and mm -hmm. hoping that, you know, you can get by with as few words as possible to, right. to, to a customer. That's well, the key, that's the key difference there. Right. I right. think, I think that's the key difference in how a, maybe a well-prepared team versus an unprepared team would handle that is, you mentioned the word ignore. I think when the problem set in, when the scenario or the adversity takes place, you may want to, a team may want to ignore that instead of almost embracing it and finding a way to reconnect with their customers in a more honest and authentic way to let them know they're actually here to serve them better than before in some ways where they're going to actually try to work double and triple to make sure they're as well served or better served than before and of course there's some level of okay you gotta you gotta do that then right you gotta show me that's that's real but at least that honesty and authenticity of when something happens actually works as a a learning moment for the team rather than it being ignored or an excuse as you kind of described earlier from leadership oh uh you know i can't believe that happened hey go cover it it's it's more of a team effort to make an improvement, which I think you could you could diagnose it both 
you know, both looking at the, the individual themselves, but again, in a mutual scenario where they're leaving, either one, you have someone in place that you're prepared, you have a pipeline of literally hiring people, and now you have a good group ready to go. But if right. not, and most of the time, probably, probably not when it comes to route drivers in this scenario, um, then you can find ways to re-engage with the customer and actually make this a growing or a learning moment or a growing moment or just a reconnecting moment too. Because maybe those customers, those enterprise customers were at some status quo with that driver. And now by re-engaging them, you have the opportunity to upsell them some new products or a micro market if it was a vending account or something like that. Um, it keeps the relationship fresh. It, fresh. There could be ways to look at it half glass half full rather yeah. than looking at it as glass half empty in this case. Great um, point. How do we do a better job with yeah. the opportunity we have now? So, yeah. yeah. And I think that might be defined the difference of the planning. Unpreparedness causes panic, anxiety, and, and rushing. But preparedness can create planning and executing better than before. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and maybe that's one way to look at this scenario. Yeah. You know, a lot of companies over time have large companies. I'm talking about Fortune 100 companies um, at some point in their existence have made mistakes. Oh, yeah. Right? Exactly. And I think the consumer, the buying public in general, are more willing to forgive a yeah. mistake but they're not willing to forgive the cover-up. A cover-up. I was just going to say the same thing. Right? Yeah. And so come out. I mean, this is, a, this is a, to your point, it's a learning example uh, yeah. for others, not only in the company to emulate, like, hey, this company stands for being, you know, very forthright and, 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 and courageous in, in their actions. If something's not right and a customer is, is impacted, or yeah. their delivery is impacted tomorrow, next week, next month, they're the first ones we're going to call. Yeah. Because without them, right, I know we know it mentally, and but hearing ourselves talk about without that customer, right, we're really nothing. Right. And, and, right. And operators <clears throat> are fighting so hard to protect mm -hmm. the accounts, just like any company that's in business um, to, you know, deliver service to a customer, right. you know, so incredibly important to be courageous um, right. when adversity really, you know, rears its ugly head. Sure. Sure. Now, how about when, I mean, just to kind of put it on the, the flip side, uh, another scenario with like le uh, leadership and management, and, you know, you've had, I think we both had experience at those levels and, and you know, from an executive team, mm -hmm. what happens when someone up, up top uh, either wants to make a shift, whether it's, you know, a lateral move in the industry or um, a personal, um, even let's just say, I mean, we're talking about leaving, leaving companies and quitting jobs or letting go, but let's just call, let's make it a more, I guess, personal scenario where, you have um, someone out uh, pregnant and out for the next many weeks, couple months, right? Um, from a leadership position, um, what do teams in those 
roles do to cover for one another? Um, are there ways to cross train individuals from a from an executive level to uh, um, or are we too specialized in certain roles where that would have a serious impact on a business? And what is the right way to, to handle that scenario? Good scenario. Yeah. I'm going to go back to that question that I had asked earlier. Who is most immediately impacted by that scenario? Right. Right. It's probably the other employees that may have had experience dealing with, you know, uh, if it's if you know if it's somebody in accounting um, yeah. who has to go on maternity leave. Yeah. You know what? It's not her fault. We right. just need to make adjustments internally, right? Um, and, and if it's a driver that suddenly has, you know, his wife is, you know, on maternity leave and he sure. needs to take, take time off, it's not his fault, right? We just need to understand that, hey, when, when somebody is out of commission or they're unable to perform their jobs temporarily, the sure. rep need to step up. Yeah. It, it sounds easier said than done, but yeah, yeah, it, it can be right. right? And that's, well, yeah. that goes back to how clear every employee, not only on the front line, but if, how clear the management team shares yeah. that vision and everybody buying into it. Right. You right. could have an absentee CEO. Right. That you doesn't really appear in public that doesn't really contribute to any of the social media. You, you mm -hmm. really don't know, you know that they exist. Um, and that to me is the, the, the complete opposite of what we're talking about here. Um, right. Because, right. you know, suddenly he shows up when there's adversity, um, a non-existing, you know, a non-existent CEO who just doesn't practice those, right. those best behavior uh, characteristics. And, you know, suddenly it's even a bigger mess. Right. Because where were you leading up to all this, right? Where was the leadership? It's just, you know, I think employees, I think people in general, uh, they're smarter employees, they're smarter consumers, uh, they right. see through it, right? Um, versus somebody that's there with you every day in the trenches, fighting the same battles, Right. You know, I've got your back and um, for, for the right reasons, right? right. Because, because I believe in you. I right. believe in, in you. I believe in you. And look, hey, the military spirit runs mm -hmm. deep in our company. Right. It right. runs very deep in our company. Um, and, and to this mentality of no man left behind mm -hmm. or we're not going to you know, ignore the guy who's fighting right next to us, you know, right. because it's inconvenient for us. That's the reason we exist at Gimme. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, for absolutely. the guy beside us and to, to, in, in, in more everyday terms with operators, it's the operator beside us. It's right, that right. vending company beside us that we're fighting for to, sure. you know, deliver the best possible software products that that will absolutely you know transform their business i mean that's what we all live for right so i mean i guess from a 
you know, if you can prepare for the the worst, where we, we were talking about, you know, adversity being mostly around people and people potentially leaving, um, then that preparing for that, preparing for six weeks or a day or a week here and there, which happen more frequently, become, you know, pretty trivial because you have, in this case, you have a team who's willing to back each other up at every, you know, around every corner where, yeah, if you're, you're, you can prepare for an, you know, an infinite or an indefinite change, right? Then you yeah. can easily prepare for six weeks change. You could even more, more easily cover each other on the day to day. Those become no brainers. So for companies that are preparing, not necessarily for the worst, but thinking about the big picture and, and uh, thinking more broadly and having the training involved in like who you are and have a vision um, that can help you get through some of the, you know, the, the hardest times. Um, okay. Then when someone calls out, it's trivial. It's a no brainer on what the next action action is. The company knows almost exactly how to execute and there's very little disruption to any part of the process. That's when, yeah, the, the fact that someone didn't show up or the fact that someone showed up 15 minutes late is not really a big deal and can be handled swiftly and executed perfectly, which I think, uh, you know, for an unprepared team, those can cause major issues. And I think maybe it's, it's also scaled in different ways where I think maybe smaller teams need more of the crossover training, the right. be able to back each other up almost around, you know, around the whole team. And as you get bigger and scale up, you can become more specialized That's in right. those roles. But um, but at every step of the way and every you know level of growth, there are going to be individual teams where you know one person knows things best, and unless that um, that knowledge is sort of translated from the team within. Um, uh, until that's done, it would be hard to cover for one another. But yeah. um, it, it kind of, based on the way we've described it, and the you know, for us personally as a team, I think we, you're right. I think there's some. Uh, uh, we've always been nimble about the way we cover for each other, um, and I think um, having some of that either military me military mentality or at least some driving factor for every team can be really helpful. Um, and maybe it's core values that can really help steer a team in the right direction when there's any, any decision to be made on so-and-so is out today. Should we call the customer? Um, one of our, you know, uh, is one of our core values around keeping our customers being authentic with our customers or something like that. Right. If yes, then the answer is yes. If that's the decision that has to be made, do we let the customer know? We have to. It's part of our core values. So yeah. even finding ways to implement those can be can be really helpful for a team. But yeah. Um, yeah. well, see, so I I, lo I love the topic today. I think love we've, it. Uh, man, some of the scenarios, even though it's a little bit deeper, I think we found some of the big ways to find success and see the glass glass half full in sure. some of the hardest scenarios potentially, yeah. um, and maybe the most common as well in, in our industry. So. Um, that's it for Gimme Vencast episode eight. Uh, and we will you, see everyone next week. We'll be back on. All right. Take care. You too. Thanks, Cecil. Bye.